Beers, Dads, Ball, Podcast, with your host, Showdog. Anthony Richardson looks left, steps up in the pocket, rolls right, there he goes, he's got a linebacker and a beat on the sideline, he takes off, he misses the tackle, he's at the 50, he's at the 40, he's at the 30, he's at the 20! Oh, Anthony Richardson is the front runner for the Heisman on his fifth touchdown of the day! Are you fucking kidding me? This kid is electric! Gola? I'm gonna just go in a real different, different direction with this. <laughs> and I'm gonna say boobs. <laughs> and KG. I freaking cannot stand it when sports fans use the term we when a team loses <laughs> that they cheer for. The Patriots go out and lose a game. Oh, yeah, we had a really rough game tonight. We just couldn't get the ball in the end zone. We just, you know, we didn't show up to the game. You weren't a part of the fucking game. You're not a part of the team. There's no we. The Pats lost. They lost. It was them, not we. Don't ever fucking use that. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of BDB. We're halfway point of the NFL, kind of, because they had an extra week. Um, We'll discuss the last week. We got a few other things to go over. Um, How's everybody feeling? We're doing. We are doing, yeah. dude. Gola, like did you, how many did you shoot last weekend? <laughs> I didn't popping. shoot any. I did Wait, see some. But... Do you think you'll you'll shoot a deer this year? Right now, put your money down, like hundred no. bucks. You don't think you will? No. I don't I'll know. You, and the weather doesn't. The weather's not helping either. Where it's so mm-hmm. warm. Right, and there's like as you guys know, there's some things. Yeah, probably yeah, gonna be taking yeah. place in the next few weeks that might restrict me from going a little bit, but um, it just takes one day. Yeah, I don't know. It takes right one now, day. What's that? It, it just takes one day, right? It, to get, it, to get that, one. All it takes is like I I think it was I think it was like 2013 to 2014. I was working shifts on opening weekend, and I so I didn't get to go opening day, and I I picked up an overtime overtime shift Tuesday, get out of work Wednesday. Took me like 45 minutes to get to where I was hunting, and probably 20 minutes to get into the woods and stuff. And then I, I had a deer down like dead in 10 minutes. It was like it took me longer to get up there than it did. Yeah. So it was a shit lock. But um, right now I'd say no, just because like I said, I just don't know how much I'm going to do with the next few weeks. I hear you. That's understandable. Um, Patriots. Play the Jets. Uh, expect them to get blown out, and sure enough, they win. Um, but no thanks to their quarterback. No, Mac was still, still bad. Um, he threw. I mean, he threw two picks. He got bailed out on one of them, which I, I mean, it's a, it was a, it's a soft call the way the NFL is now. It's probably the right call. It was uh, the right call. Uh, and you know, the first one. I don't know. I think he was thrown to Bourne, and I don't think the guy had any showing like the aerial view of it. It's like I don't know where the fuck he was going with the ball when he did throw the pick. But um, defensively, the Pats were all over fucking Zach Wilson. They, I think I saw a stat at one point in the game. He had dropped dropped back like 34 times, and they had hurried up 18 of them. 
which is a, just wow. like a ridiculous stat. It was like uh, it was like fifty percent hurry rate, like legit at one point in the game. And so it's pretty crazy. As a spoiled Pats fan, uh, so happy we don't have Zach Wilson. Like I'll take Mac Jones every day of the week over that fucking guy. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's bad. I mean, the the Jets like defense is like definitely like pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. They got some guys. They do their fronts. Like Quinnen Williams is a fucking monster. He's, he's um, a good player. But they he just makes some goddamn boneheaded. This that whole draft, everybody's like, oh, this could be a great like draft for quarterbacks. It was like Field Stray Lance, Lawrence, Mack, and Zach Wilson. It's like none of them have done anything. I mean, we haven't no. seen enough out of Lance, but the other four have kind even of even Lawrence there. for number one pick, dude. His trajectory is worse than Jared Goff's. Like I think right now that I honestly got out of the like the without knowing like what you're gonna get out of Lance like I'd almost seen like more out of you can get more out of Fields than the other four. I'd rather I, Fields is the number one for me. I think Fields is he too, was yeah. number one going into the draft for me, and I think he's number one. Like I could see Fields like two years from now, three years from now, doing what uh, Jalen Hurts is doing now. Yeah, because like, he's, he's kind of the same type That's of quarterback. Comparison. You put good talent around him, see what he does. Yeah. Yeah, because he's got Which they, hey, listen, I don't, I don't think. I mean, Claypool's not as good as AJ Brown or even Devonta Smith, but I mean, Claypool's a pretty, he's a pretty damn good wide receiver to put to put around him. So it's a start, anyways. Yeah, it is. Do you guys think that for people who aren't from New England, just like casual NFL fans, uh, a lot of them don't know who Ramondre Stevenson is? They should. Yeah, I keep saying that. that Jack Jones is probably the most talented player, but it's Stevenson. Like that's literally in my notes that Stevenson's the best player on this team. He might be like the best player in the NFL that like people don't know. You know yep. what I mean? Like, casual fans don't know who he is. But he's really good. Yeah, because the Pats like aren't as good as they have been like in like you know ten years ago, so they don't get as much pub. And so I just think the numbers he's putting up though, it's impressive. Mm-hmm. And that's because our coach Bill. Um, who sucks, doesn't just fucking feed him the rock 80% of the time. Or, like, doesn't have him involved. 80%. Like, he still wants to get Damian Harris in there for some reason. Uh, Damian Harris is okay. Like, he's a pretty good player. But he's not even on the same level as Stevenson. Like, I am ha- – give me, like, hammer Stevenson all day. Um, do Do what the good teams do with good running backs and just, like, let him take over. Do what the Giants are doing um, with Saquon. I'm not saying he's as good as Saquon. But the players around uh, the Patriots, like our line's better than the Giants. So if we just hammer Stevenson, we'll be we'll be fine. You got to find creative ways to get him in space and get him make make people miss. He's some of those runs, man. It's like he's looking one way and he cuts the other way, and it's like he gets the extra five or six yards every play. It's 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 incredible to watch. I think. Yeah, it, he was, and the thing is, is Sunday the Patriots' offensive line was bad Sunday. Like I think like they missed Andrews at center, like. He's a, kind of the leader of that offensive line being the center of everything. So I think they were kind of all over the place. I mean, I think part of that has to do with the Jets, you know, the, the Jets front seven and front four are really good. But, um, you know, hopefully Andrews is back this weekend and they figure something out uh, before Sunday because Indy's not a good football team, but they got some guys can get after the quarterback just as well as some of the guys from the Jets did. So um, we'll see what happens on Sunday. But um, – this is a game I expect them to win, 
against Indy, so they're probably <laughs> very It doesn't sound like Jonathan Taylor's playing, so that's like obviously a huge plus. He's probably one of the uh, top twenty players in the league. So um, they just fired their offensive like coordinator. They got a fucking rookie, well, rookie yeah. second year quarterback who wasn't even good in college. No, I, I, so they'll, they'll definitely lose this game. Yeah, it's so, no doubt about it. And I, uh, I want to say one thing real quick. It's so weird to me. Like we we talked about the schedule the Pats had coming up like four four or five weeks ago, and how it seemed pretty easy, right? And like looking at the schedule they that they had, like the fact that they lost to the Bears, who I thought was the easiest matchup for them. Yeah. Because like, like this yeah. team should easily be sitting at five and three right now, and they're not. So yeah. And the Bears. It's funny because when we played the Bears, I felt like the two best players on the field between both teams was Raekwon Smith and Robert Quinn, who are both gone. So now like the bears are, in my opinion, even worse. Like they had an okay defense. Yeah. And then like, I keep hearing bears fans like, Oh, we have so much in cap space now. I'm like, well, wouldn't it have been fucking nice to resign those two. Yeah. Like who the fuck are you yeah. going to get in free agency? And like, they punted the Raekwon Smith. They got a second and a fourth, but if they just let Raekwon walk, they get a third round pick. Because of compensation. So it's like, I, I mean, obviously the second and the fourth is worth more, but give me a chance with like at least uh, of re-signing him. Now they don't have a chance to re-sign him, in my opinion. Yeah, and, but it sounds like that whole thing with Rokon Swift is uh, like that fell apart this summer. And it seemed like there were, there was no coming back from it. And they're like, he was not going to re-sign in Chicago. Um, and the thing with Robert Quinn is, and I think that he made a deal with when he got traded to Philly they voided the last two years of his contract. So he was going to be a free agent like after this season. So he had a few years left on his deal anyway. Um, but I think they voided it in order to make the deal happen. But no, you're right. I mean, the bears defense is fucking awful now. I mean, Smith was leading the NFL in tackles, I believe. Yeah. Um, and Quinn's just like a steady as hell, like pass rusher. So um, it just adds another, like a defense that needed help too within Baltimore. Like, Needed a guy like Smith yeah, that was a huge kid. Defense because going into the season, we all I think we all kind of thought Baltimore had one of the best defenses in the NFL, and they've been bad at mm-hmm. least early on. Um, mm-hmm. I think they've gotten a little bit better, but um, it's been pretty bad. It was bad for the first you know three four weeks. Yeah, um, trade deadline came and went, and I've never seen so many stars go. Like it was. It was busy. There's usually like trades going and you're like, okay, wait, who did we just get? Or who just like, okay, no big deal. It was like big fuck, big name after big fucking name. Mm-hmm. I think it was the most, I think it was the most trades that ever go down in NFL history on trade deadline day. I think yeah. it was like 10 or 11. Yeah. Trade uh, deadline, NFL trade deadline is usually really boring. Yeah. I think it was the most that's, most that's happened. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was fun to watch. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's probably the last big trade after like the Raekwon Smith. And then it was like Calvin Ridley, um, Claypool, yep. uh, Hawkinson, uh, Himes, Hawkinson. Like those are all big name guys. Like Himes could be, he could eat, man. Do you say he Bradley Chubb too? Do you say Chubb? Oh, Chubb. Wait, what? I said, did you say Bradley Chubb too? That was oh, a oh Bradley one. Chubb too. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like thinking Nick Chubb, like what the fuck? Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, no, Bradley Chubb's a star, dude. Like that, yeah. those are good. Those are good players. Miami's making some good moves, man. That mm-hmm. that trading back to get uh, when when San Francisco moved up to get Fields was was obviously paying off. Like that, they made that Lance. into yeah, Trey Lance. Uh, that has paid off huge. 
Um, yeah, I and then they use like all they use those three first. One was for Tyree Kill, one was for Chubb and Waddle. They the used, other was back when they drafted Waddle. Waddle, maybe. Yeah. And then you Pretty have good. the genius Bill Belichick, who only cares about his own statistics of winning. Like he wants to win maybe one, maybe two more games this year than he normally would. Like if he would have traded guys out, like you're not going to win a Super Bowl, So why the fuck are we trying? Like, is your goal to make the playoffs? Well, unless Mahomes fucking gets in a car accident, breaks his legs, you're not going to win. And uh, Josh Allen accidentally shoots himself. And uh, Justin Herbert falls off a cliff. Um, and, and Tua, well, he just runs into a wall. Um, all I could keep going. There's a lot of teams better than the Patriots. My point is that you're never going to win a fucking Super Bowl. So why are we standing here doing nothing? Like we have guys that Agler got to go. Lawrence Guy. You can't tell me that teams don't want um, help on their defensive line with a veteran with an aging contract. You can't tell me Isaiah Wynn's coming back. How the fuck is he still on this team? Uh, it's just the guy only cares. He's like, okay, well, if I can win eight games this year, that puts me – Closer to winning, to being the all-time winning coach. He doesn't care about winning Super Bowls right now. He cares about his own personal stats. They missed on this. There was a lot of big things to go on. And and people are like, you keep saying the Patriots are bad, but you have no solution. So the big dog came up with a solution to fix the Patriots. I don't care if Bill stays. Bill can stay, but he's out of the GM role. See you later. Number th- number one thing that happens when Andy moves into the GM role. Mm. You ready? Find a it. quarterback. It's not it's not Mac Jones. We know that. Nope. It's not Zappy. It's not Mac. I don't care if you're signing one in big money. Go get Tom Brady for another year. Just kidding. That's a joke. Uh, but the only one is Lamar Jackson. That that's like Super Bowl worthy. I highly doubt he gets out of Baltimore. You got to get a quarterback. I don't even know if Lamar's the guy, but he gives you a chance. And I think that Bill could have like the right system for Lamar to do that because he has a decent, de- he has a really good defense. Can, can I throw something in there? Yeah, real quick? no, no, no. You say Lamar's the only one. You said, what if? Yeah. Now this isn't a long-term solution, but if Mac's not the guy, yes. which I, I'm not disagreeing with you, do you think? And the Pats have a ton of cap space. Do you think there is any? scenario where they could trade Mac and something to Green Bay for Rogers and try to squeeze the oh, last oh, one. Oh, 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 you're jumping. Okay. <laughs> There's three ways. Okay. There's fine. Number one was a, in my, on my outline. And then you got the number one, right? Number one was to find a quarterback. Lowercase a on my outline is free agency. B is the draft. CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, don't know how you're going to be able to move up to get them. I just don't. But see, trade. They have the assets to trade for some guys, right? My first name on there, Aaron Rodgers. Second name on there, Kyler Murray. Murray, put, huh? Yep. Put Kyler with Bill. He'll have him digging into football like you've never seen before. I don't have an issue. I I still think Rodgers has got some left in the tank. I just think the weapons in Green Bay suck. Yeah, they didn't uh, him no favors. No, fucking not. And that's what I mean. Like, I'm wondering if, like, you know, if you could get, you know, Rodgers. I don't know what that contract he signed was, three, four years. 
like if you give up Mac and like say, hey, we'll give you Mac and like whatever, I don't know, something else, and see if Green Bay bid on it and get Rogers, I would fucking love that. I'm out on Kyler. I'm not a Kyler guy. Um, I think Kyler's better than Mac, obviously, but I um I wouldn't I'd be a little more optimistic about their outlook with Kyler, but I don't I'm not a Kyler guy. Okay. Well, I think with Bill it'd be a little bit different. No, you're very um, welcome because I think Clint Kingsbury is a dog shit coach. I think he's yeah, serious. and Bill really stresses uh, the importance of taking care of the ball, which is weird that Mac has been so bad at it, but like that's like usually his number one thing. And I think if you could just let Matt Kyler know that he takes care of the ball and let his defense like play behind him, uh, he would be much better. Um, but he's trying to make like big plays. It seems like when I watch him. Rogers contract, by the way, he just signed three year extension for 150 Massive. million, 42 this year, 59 and a half next year, and then 49.3 the year after. Is it 50? Is that against the cap? Uh, I think so. Yeah. One. Uh, Some of it's got to be signing bonus. It said this year's uh, 26 million is getting paid or something like that, but a salary cut number is 46.6. I don't know what the fuck any of that means. So I don't know how it all goes either. NFL's yeah, so I mean that would be difficult for them. They'd have to move small money around to make that work, but unless they got him to restructure. Yes. He's so selfish. Which, which I think, like honestly, I think it wouldn't surprise me if Rogers going to the right situation, like would do that. Yeah. The way they do it though, Kev is like. Uh, it's weird. So, like, say they'll give they'll restructure his contract and give him like sixty million against the cap this year, and only thirty million. I mean, uh, twenty million against the cap next year. Then they'll sign like a big time free agent where his is low against the cap this year, but big against the cap next year. So they like that's how they do it. That's how yeah. they that's how you see like the Rams do it and stuff. So, um, you can just maneuver like how you do it in the years. It's so dumb. Um, part of that is they have to get a new QB coach. That is the play caller. Like I've never like how the fuck do they have an offensive line coach, Patricia, making the play calls? Um, it needs to be the guy who's with the quarterback. Like that's obvious. Like every team knows that. But how the fuck does Bill think he's smarter than everybody having a quarterback do that? So Andy GM will come in. He'll wipe out. Uh, he'll he'll move. What's the uh, what? Uh, Joe Judge to his good spot that's coming later but new quarterback coach and he's going to be playing making the play calls agree do you have, do you have any suggestions on who don't care i don't i prefer care. like he brings everybody within the system and i and i don't think i love all that like i like to know um i think if you bring in people from outside it gives you different perspective on things when he mm-hmm. just only brings guys that are from his own system. So, like, if that's all they know is the Bill system, then how the fuck are we learning new things and, and teaching new stuff? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I understand. I, I do get it a little bit because I think he, like, he know, like, I think he likes promoting within to see, like, he's been around guys that are grinding. He yeah. knows what he's getting out of him and shit like that. So, I do get it, but I do agree with you that um, it's clear they don't have anybody internally to do this. So No, they don't. That's they what I mean. Need to, they need to go outside. You know, and if... Uh, I, and I don't think they will because I think if they were going to gonna do this, they would have done it already. But if they bring back O'Brien, I'm fine with that. I had Me no too. issue with O'Brien as the OC. I liked O'Brien. And but, with that said, I don't think McDaniels is all he was cracked up to be anyway. And it ain't looking good in Las Vegas. So, like, I think that McDaniels was great with Brady. But I think that this fucking cup I have right here could be good with Tom Brady. So, it's not about who's your coach. It's about how they interact with 
uh, your star player, um, our new quarterback that comes in. So it's not, it's about getting the guy that fits the system because it's all a system that intertwines. Anyways, next thing, and always put your hand up if you want to stop me. Coaching. Uh, Bill runs the team. I run all the fucking financials. I run all the GM stuff. Stop worrying about who's on the team. I got you. Okay. We'll we'll work hand in hand, Bill. You can tell me who you like, but hey, we're not taking fucking Cole Strange in round one. All right, brother? Sit down and fucking know your role. Uh, Joe Judge goes to special teams. Cam Akerd is the first guy I fire. First, like, I walk in, first guy on my desk, Cam Akerd, see you later. You are the worst special team coach in the NFL. Peace <laughs> out, bro. Uh, Patricia, hey, thank you for that one year on offense. Back to linebackers. Gerard Mayo, you're my defensive coordinator. You know what a defensive coordinator is? The guy who runs the fucking defense, we don't have one. So, Bill, let's name a defensive coordinator, the guy that's in charge of our defense. That's you. Gerard Mayo, you're in charge of our defense because everybody respects the fuck out of you and uh, you get the attention of everybody when you walk in the room. Steve Belichick, back to fucking DBs where you were good because they're already good, so you can't fuck that up. Steve Belichick, <laughs> back to the DBs. Uh, I don't know what I went on this last one, so that's it. Uh, I'm moving some coaches around. I'm bringing in new offensive guys and uh, I'm fixing the defense back to what it was and uh, Patricia, back to linebackers coach, and uh, Joe Judge at special teams. The best special teams coach there was. Why, we, why, if Bill does what's best for the team, put him as the goddamn special teams coach because our special teams is garbage. Jerry, if the New England Patriots offered you $25,000 less in. than what you're making in. right now for him, Dude, you could have said 25000 and I was in. What did I say? You said 25000 less. Yeah, twenty five. Oh, twenty five thousand for the oh, year. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I that's a no. I would do it too. I'm you finding would. my way in. Yeah. I'll figure it out. Um, you got a sugar mama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, let's see. Oh, defense. This is easy. Uh, start playing our fucking young guns. Start playing Jones. Start playing uh Jack Jones. Uh, what's the other Marcus. Marcus Jones? Like those guys need to play. Uh, Barmore, can you get healthy, bro? What's going on with you? Um, veterans should have been fucking traded. Lawrence Guy should have been gone. Uh, Godro, God, I don't know how to say his name. Yeah, Godro, Kevin Godchu or whatever. Godchu, whatever. Gone. Uh, Bentley, gone. Like he's not a solution. Um, Devin McCourty, he would be great on like a on a say the Chargers or something like he would be so good for those teams because he's such a good locker room guy and a decent player. Uh, I was ready to shit on him, but then he had two picks this weekend. So I'll hold off on that. Um, and I am drafting all defensive guys. Give me linebackers. I wanted the, the Devin Lloyd last year. Well, guess what? The kid's a fucking game changer. We need a middle linebacker. They play sideline to sideline. I, we are good with DBs. Go get me some front seven D defense yep. guys. Offense, I'm signing guys. Go get me a stud wide receiver or trade for one. Hey, you know what would have been nice? Calvin fucking Ridley. That would have yeah. been nice because guess what? We I already told you we're not going to Super Bowl unless all those bad things happen to those players I named earlier, the quarterbacks. So uh, we needed number one. Resign Jacoby Myers. That's easy. Uh, Twycon Thornton's their number th number three wide receiver. That looks good. Stevenson, give him the fucking rock every play. O line, Bill's like the best O line drafter late rounds. So like, just 
Just use all your late round picks. So like analytics has got like when Andy GM comes in, he's like analytics say you're great at drafting fucking offensive linemen late rounds that become great players in the NFL. Joe Tooney is like the highest paid guard. You got him late. Shaq Mason got him late. Instead, you go out and you draft Cole Strange, which I'm fine with. Cole Strange is a good player, but you're so good at finding good players in the late rounds to play guard and tackle in center. Um, You should be doing that to build your roster. Do what you're good at. Yeah, David Andrews was undrafted. Right, right. Exactly. Michael Owenu was really good. He was a seventh-round pick. Like yeah. you are so good at it, and and our and our line's good when they want to be, uh, when they when when Andrews is playing and like moving everybody around. It's unreal. Uh, that's it. Um, Bill, you just control your team. I got all the moves. I'll bring in the roster. I'll build you something better than what you got. How's that? I don't hate it. I, like I said, I like, yeah. I. Bill, the GM, is where I'm. I, I'm with you more on. I'm, I'm getting a little fed up with it, but. Um, so yeah, no. I'm, listen, man, I'm with you. I wish None I went back happen. and saw who I picked them in the draft. I w- I need to go back and look at that, like who I put the Pats taking in the draft. But uh, yeah, I don't remember. The thing that sucks is like everything you said. A lot of it makes sense, but it's like none of it will happen. They'll never. They're not gonna no. like. Get a stud wide receiver. Nope. They're not gonna trade for a quarterback or do any of that shit. But oh, I also think Jono Smith just cut ties to the fuck. I don't know, like don't no. cut ties with him, but like Hunt, Hunt is it Hunter Henry? Yeah, he needs to be in there eighty percent of the time. He's just a better tight end. He's more reliable. He's better. And then John was the guy who like moves in motion and, and does like all yeah, these weird blocks. It's weird because like shit. I feel like they drafted, not drafted. They signed those guys with like with McDaniel was there and he like runs up more that like two tight end set and yeah. like that type of offense. And then like he goes <clears throat> and they come in with like a different like different scheme and like personnel and shit. So it's just like not worked out. I think that you had the Patriots. Uh, maybe I'm wrong on this. McDuffie. Oh yeah, safety um, Washington. Um, yeah, from Washington, Trent. I don't think I did. Did I? Yeah, I mean they traded out of the pick to the Chiefs. So, but we had done the picks beforehand. So I think you had them as McDuffie. Okay. That's what I. That's what I've written down. Still, I think that did they did they have more than one pick in the first round this year? No. 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 Oh, yeah, it was that pick then. Yeah. Interesting. Anyways, that's it. Um, oh, wait, no, I, maybe I'm wrong on that. Oh, maybe you had Elam, K.R. Elam. I had Kamir Elam. That's yeah. exactly who it was. Yeah. Who's balling out right now for the fucking Bills, by the way? Um, oh, the Chiefs ended up taking McDuffie. That's what it happened. Okay, that's why I'm confused. You took Elam, yeah, for sure. I thought the Chiefs took that Carol Lafitis, good dude from Purdue. George... Yeah, but is this us or is this? I don't know. We'll figure it out at the time. I'm maybe <laughs> yeah. I'm all fucked up. I don't know. <laughs> it's all good. Um, oh, the Chiefs had two picks. The Chiefs traded for the Patriots pick, I think, the first. Pick. Yes, that's right. Oh, they got okay. it with the uh, yeah. Tyree kill trade. Yeah. The Chiefs said they did. They did take Karloftis when the thirtieth pick. No good. I think. 
Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. So there was some, uh, there was another week of good games. I mean, the NFL is like three good teams, the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Eagles. And then like everyone else seems to be beatable. Like you could just a coin toss for everything else. Um, so like to find a big game where like there's like, you know, one lost team versus another one lost team. It's weird that there's probably more in college right now than there is in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the it's been a weird year for the NFL. I feel like it's been entertaining, but it's like I feel like it's just like, like you said, like two or three good, like really good teams, and then a whole bunch of like average teams, and then like two or three really bad teams. Mm-hmm. But the 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 games itself have been great. Right. Oh yeah. So like I look at it and I'm like, okay, well, uh, the Falcons are just a garbage team, and then I'm like, wait, they're four and four. They're actually fun to watch. They're like top five in fucking points scored. Like the Falcons, what? Or like we thought the Falcons and the Seahawks, Seahawks. would be just absolute yeah. garbage. Like they played each yeah. other week one. We're like the worst two teams. Mm-hmm. No, they're actually fun to watch. It's good. It's actually good football. Yep. Yeah, I mean the ending to that the ending to the Carolina Falcons game was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's unreal. Yeah. You know, I I saw something that said that um, the whole DJ Moore thing, that technically he should not have been flagged. He's off off field. Because he Mm -hmm. was not in the field of play. He was like out of bounds when it happened. And the field of play is only the end zone and within the sideline. So technically it probably should not have been called. So crazy, dude, to do that and then miss the extra point. It's nuts. So dumb, dude. It's crazy. So dumb. I said, as soon as he did it, I'm like, you moron, you're gonna get flagged. And then like, uh, and then it turned into what? Like, it's not a what is it? Like a 48 yarder after that, 47 or something? Yeah. It's... Well, they kicked from the 17. Is that what they kicked from the 17? No. Now they kick from like the 25, right? Well, like a it's it's like they a 37 back. yarder. It's like yeah. a. I think it is. I think the ball's on the 20 when you're kicking, so it's like a 37-yard field goal or something stupid for the extra point. Yeah. Um, Tom Brady is, is obviously the Bucks suck, but Tom Brady is 164 yards away from reaching 100,000 career passing yards. Wow. That's pretty crazy. I got to imagine that, like, when the NFL started to keep track of records, that was something that would never even, they would never even fathom would come close to being, you know? Brady's also, didn't he set a record for most times being sacked? Um, he's got to own just whatever record at the end of the day. Yeah. I still think Brad Pops pretty far ahead of him about throwing interceptions, though. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Brady, like, yeah, I can't imagine him get to that one because he always took care of the football, but. I think I'm wondering now. I think people are people should be asking the question: Is can Brady win at all with a like not a, an elite head coach? I think he misses his coach. Do you hear him on his podcast and that uh, Bill's the goat of coaching? It's like, well, yeah, it's always he had Belichick. Uh, he, he had Belichick, and then he had Ar- like like Arians or not, the guy's a fucking hell of a coach. Yeah, and he gets one bad coach with freaking Todd Bowles, and the guy sucks. And Arians challenged Brady. Like, after a bad game, he'd, like, call him out. And it was like, fuck you, Arians. Right. I'll prove you wrong. And uh, Bulls don't have that. The thing is, know. is, like, the Bucks though, they, like, that division's so bad that yeah. Yeah. they could go 9-8, and eight, win that division. And if they made a little run, it wouldn't surprise anybody because no, it's no. great. 
Biggest disappointment this year, Bucks, Rams, or Packers? I'd say the Bucks. I'd say the Bucks too because I thought the Bucks for sure would be, yeah, right back into it. I think people the kind Bucks, of expected you... the Packers to be a little not. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. not as dominant as they've been because they just have no weapons anymore. But I still expect the Packers to be better than they are. Yeah, but, I, yeah, no, I agree with you. And I said the same. I think in the, in the season preview, I just said like until with Rodgers good enough to win eleven games in that division because I didn't think it was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, that's obviously not the case because they they just suck. They're not so. they're not good either. Um, and the Rams are the Rams are fucking bad. I don't. That's just like a weird year for them though. I think Stafford like they caught lightning in a bottle last year with Stafford, mm-hmm. and then this year he's just a completely different guy. He well, sucks. they can't keep them healthy. They can't run the ball. Like it's it's bad watching them try to run the ball, and they keep thinking it's running back. Like they're trying to get a run, they were trying to get a running back. Your fucking old line needs to give them some hole. Like there's nothing. Stafford don't have a fucking second, and you can't run because there's no holes. So like, uh, you need like you laughed at the Pats taking Cole Strange in round one, but boy, you would die for Cole Strange right now. Stafford still yeah, has more mean. more interceptions and touchdowns on the year, and then Cooper Cup. Got hurt like end of the game this he's past good. game when they're getting blown out. What'd you say? He's good to go. Is he? Fuck yeah, he's good. he better be. He's in my fantasy team. He nah, he's, played, he's ready to go. He hasn't played all week in practice, but I mean, obviously, guys do that all the time. But still, like, if he doesn't have cup, it's like, oh, he's gonna be trash. That's he only throws a cup. So yeah, and um, that's that kind of. It's kind of funny because this week the Rams and the Bucks are playing each other. Both teams just dying for a win at this point. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's crazy that one of those two teams is going to be like really down in the dumps after this week. So, did you guys see Christian McCaffrey was the first player since 2005 with a passing, rushing, and receiving touchdown in a game? Yeah. I think the 49ers. I think the 49ers, like looking back at it, would have given up like a first round pick for the guy. I think he's just instantly changes that team. No doubt. They they do have it's it's been like what seven games in a row that the 49ers have beat the Rams though. It just seems like they have their number. Like yeah. you see it every once in a while where teams just can't like the Pats can't lose to the Jets. They just can't. Like the Jets will beat themselves before the Pats yeah. fucking. The, it's that crazy that the um Shanahan owns McVeigh. He's like fucking like isn't he like eleven and one against them or something? It's, I um, I don't know like the actual, but that uh, McCaffrey's so good. He's so good. He's like, so he's good a, too at making looks, a team look good that has no quarterback. Yeah, he he looks so natural receiving, like it just looks like both like when he has the when he's running routes it looks like a wide receiver, and when he's running with power he looks like a power back. When he like breaks away it's like holy fuck he's fast. He like he's the total package. I just, and I, I'm going to fumble this. I'm going to fumble this um, stat here a little bit, but you guys will get the gist of it. I think it was in the last like seven or ten, seven to ten years. There's only been three court. There's only been three touchdown passes or three quarterbacks or players to throw a pass for the 49ers that had went over 30 yards in the air for a touchdown. It was like C.J. Beathard. Like Alex Smith and then Christian McCaffrey. Insane. Like Jimmy Garoppolo is not throwing a touchdown pass for the Niners. That's had been in the air for 30 yards or more. That's, That's unbelievable. 
What was PJ Walker on the Panthers the last week? It was like 65, 70 yards in the air. That was like the yeah. furthest on Statcast ever recorded, right? Yeah, I think I think it was. It was insane. That's a shock That's to me. Because I feel like Josh Allen could just unload one. Yeah. Dude, he just watching him throw a football. It doesn't He's the best sense. player. It's absurd. He's the most talented, I should say. I still think Mahomes is better, uh, like a complete football yeah. player. But I just feel like every play is a threat to score when he's on the field. Like, he's unbelievable. I haven't looked at it in a while, but he's got to be top of the odds for the yeah, him and him, him and Mahomes. And Mahomes, yeah. And Saquon should third. be up there, too. It's those three are clear cuts. Allen's plus 125, Mahomes plus 350, Hertz plus 375, and Lamar's next at plus 1300. So, wow. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty big gap between those three. So, yeah. I don't know if there's any other big games this week that happened. Uh, Giants finally lost. Yeah, I mean, you had to kind of think the, the, the magic was going to run out there a little bit. I mean, I like what Dayball's been doing, but yeah. that team is not that good. Yeah, no, they're not. Um, the Monday night game was kind of a shocker to me. Browns stomping. Like, not that the Browns, like, beat the Bengals, just, like, how much they beat a bye. Like, yeah. they just controlled the entire game. Um, I, yeah, I getting after the quarterback, man. It, it Game changer. Uh, one that really shocked me, and I, I this is maybe a team we could have I could have added to the list of teams that have been biggest disappointment is the Raiders, like getting shut out by the Saints. That's where I thought you were going to go. Ra- Raiders, to me, I had in the playoff. Like, I had them the number one seed in yeah. the AFC West, so they suck. They're, they're not oh, good. They're bad. I don't know. I don't know what they lost, you know, and whatnot over the last year, but, like, they're just not even close to being good. Oh. Yeah, I don't I don't know. You thought that, like, Adams is going to be, like, the missing piece a little bit in that offense to, like, like put him over the top, and it's just, like, I don't know. Speaking of guys who, like, thought the grass is green on the other side, uh, I bet he wants back with Rog, Rogers too. Devontae? Yeah. Yeah. He, he cannot be happy where he is. And even that, like, like, the Raiders were doing fine with just like make, moving the ball around to different guys, but it seems like they're trying to force Devontae because they, and like he's got to make these incredible tough plays and he just has to come up with them because they're so hard because they're forcing it to him. It's it's tough to watch, man. Like, I don't know. Hunter Renfro was like eating the ball last year, dude, like with a hundred plus catches and it's, like they don't even shit. throw to him. They don't even throw to him. It's like, well, he's, he didn't lose his his ability to get open. It's just that you want to get Devontae the ball with the simple plays there. And Josh Jacobs has been playing fucking awesome. Yeah, he's one of the best good. running backs in the league. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think maybe the biggest surprising team of the year is the Vikings. They're six and one. They just won this week again against Cardinals. Won their fifth in a row. Craziest stat about the car, about the Vikings is that Justin Jefferson has not scored a touchdown since week one. No way. And they are six and one. That's nuts. It's insane. He's putting up some big numbers, like some yeah. 150 plus, you know, yard games. But he had two touchdowns week one and has not scored another touchdown since. So that's pretty surprising wow. considering how well they're playing. I bet he has three touchdowns this week. Who are they playing? Mm, let me tell you, dude. Oh, the Jags. Uh, no, no. Command, Commanders. Commanders. Three tutties this week. Well, they might be going up for sale here pretty soon. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm putting in my bid, baby. Mm. 
<laughs> GM Andy's putting in his bid. Yep. How do you even get your name on that to be like in the bid? That's. I got a feeling your net worth needs to start with a B. <laughs> Oh, it does. That'd be broke. a starting spot. My net worth is broke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does that count? Yeah, exactly. Like, give me a few years to see what I can do with the team, and then we'll yes. see if I want to purchase it. I need a trial and error, test the product out first. You don't just go to a car dealership and just buy the car. You need to no. test drive that fucking thing. Exactly. And. uh I thought, I thought we stopped recording there. Again. No, that was me sending the message. Um, I was trying to think. Was there, I don't know if there's any big games last week in college football, dude. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, uh, Penn week. State. And uh, wasn't it Penn State and Ohio, uh, State? Ohio State? Penn State and Ohio State. Yeah. And, it was uh, a good game. Penn good State game. Shit. All yeah. down their pants. Like white out to a fucking brown out. Unbelievable piss down their fucking pants. It was a great game for 52 minutes, dude. And then Ohio State just fucking turned it on man. i literally yeah, I, I think i went outside and i was like raking leaves or something and then like sherry you sent the message about them that was before Shit. they even like and then i looked at the week. score and i'm like they're up by fucking 25 points now I'm like how did that happen it was so fast i i told these guys i put money on them to like it was a 16 point and they they had them at plus 16 and they were up four with nine minutes to go, and next thing you know, they were down 20. Yeah, oh, like 23. It was like or 22 or something. I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. They got a garbage time touchdown to, to save the bet. but uh, Notre Dame, huge win. Notre Dame, big win. Went into Syracuse and just beat the fucking wheels off of them. Just crushed them, dude. Dominated. Notre Dame's looking yeah. decent right now, man. They are. They're looking a lot better than they did at the beginning of the year, for sure. Uh, biggest shock of the weekend? Easily, K State, Oklahoma State. Holy shit! That was <laughs> that a was a beatdown, dude. Not yeah, shocking that, was... that Oklahoma State lost, but just the way they lost, really bad. Yeah, I mean they were one of the like a top seven offense in college football. And they couldn't fucking score a single point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I just like down. Florida. Florida was playing at that time, so we just like kept flipping the channels, and it was like, holy shit, fourteen nothing. Holy shit. Yeah, 21 nothing. Holy fuck, it's 35 nothing mm. and a half. Like, never seen it like it. Another beat down of ranked opponents, too. And, and it's all, it's not surprising, but uh, Tennessee just kicked the yeah. shit out of Kentucky. They did. Yeah. They look really, really good right now. Speaking of, they got a monster this week. Oh, we'll talk about it. Let's get into the matchups then. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, right that's now. why I was yeah. I was trying to Let's transition that. Thank you. We're transitioning, yeah. See, so we'll just... dude, what a seamless transition. So seamless. Kinda. We're we're still yeah. getting the hang. <laughs> it got a little clunky, but so NFL, like we talked about earlier, there's just like on paper, there's not a ton of good games, but then like as like you're watching the games, they end up being good games. But it's just not good games to preview. So we have one. It's a Thursday night game, and it's not gonna be a good one, guys. I don't I just Eagles are going to win again, no no doubt. Uh, Eagles playing at Houston. Houston, I just fucking hate when teams have ties. Looking at records, Houston's 1-5-1. and one. It's gross. Eagles are favored by 13 as of yesterday. I don't know if the line's at now, but how much do the Eagles okay. win by is more of the question than do the Eagles win this game. Who's home? Texans. Houston. Um, 
I mean, I would definitely take Florida to cover that. I got them in my margin, so if that that explains anything, uh, I got I got Philly winning big. Uh, Houston has the 31st best offense, which means that there's uh, yeah. only one team worse than them, and they have the 30th best defense, which means there's only two teams better than them in defense. <laughs> I mean, worse than them in defense. So uh, they're not good anywhere around the ball. They got like the number seven special teams, though. I don't know how we judge that, but let's just say they do. Eagles yeah, have the third best offense and the fourth best defense, so wow. I just imagine this game just being. Yeah, the brutal. Eagles are going to beat the. Yeah, they're going to beat the shit out of them. Just beat the shit out of them. Um, hey, what I was AJ say, Brown's? What was AJ Brown's stat line after the first like six minutes last week? He had like five catches for like one fucking fifty, 50 and, and three touchdowns three or something. Yeah, that was insane. Um, Davis Mills is numbers are significantly better at home than they are on the road, but um, mm. I still don't think that matters, yeah. but they are significantly better at home. Yeah. All right, let's go to college. Um, Saturday, 7.30 game. Ooh, big one for you. Fagola here. Number five, Clemson. I think this is the game that Clemson probably had circled in the calendar before the year started, if I had to guess. Because yeah. I'm... Uh, so Clemson going to Notre Dame as of yesterday, Clemson was five point favorites on the road. Notre Dame playing pretty good though lately. I mean, it really, it, what it comes down to is like what Notre Dame team shows up. Mm-hmm. Is it the one that hung with Ohio State for the first half and beat a seven to one North Carolina team on the road, just beat Syracuse on the road, or is it a team that fucking laid down against Stanford yeah. and like Marshall? Um, I don't love Drew Pine. I, I don't think he's a very good quarterback. So I think this, this game comes down to Notre Dame being able to run the football. They, and they have three very, they have three good running back, Audrick Estime, uh, Tyree and Logan Diggs. So I think if they can run the football and hold their own against Clemson, like up front, I think they have a chance to win the game because I don't think, I think Notre Dame's defense is good enough to keep Clemson in check a little bit. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what to think of the game. I mean, I, it's not going to surprise. If Notre Dame wins Saturday night, it won't surprise me at all. But if they lose by 40, it won't surprise me either. So I, I, I just – I don't really know what to think of the game. I, I want to, like, say that Notre Dame's – I'm confident enough that they're going to – they're starting to figure it out. They're starting to, like – I don't want to say learn how to win, but – um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not – I'm not sure where where I'm leaning on this. You're optimistically pessimistic in this one, dude. Yeah, that's, like, that's probably yeah. a good way to. I think, but it's also uh, like one of those things where like, you expect the worst, you know, kind of hope for the best type of thing. I think your brain is conflicting with your heart in this one, and so I think it might be better to hear from Sherry in this one. Yeah, <clears throat> so it's weird. Um, you know, bowl season is usually around the holidays. Um, Halloween ended in my house. We're thinking Christmas. Um, so we're getting an early start on the bowls. This is the overrated bowl. Um, this is Clemson number five played nobody. It's a fucking joke. If they played in the sec, they'd probably have three losses. I want to uh, say real quick. And I just realized I just want to, sorry. Uh, I did this, the AP rankings, college football rankings just came out. Clemson's really four in college football rankings. So yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. I think that, uh, Clemson is in the little, we don't have a good quarterback, so you have no quarterback. 
I actually think I like Notre Dame in this game. I I don't hate And I it, hope honestly. so because I don't want to see Clemson in the playoffs because if I have like congrats on making it, you lost by fifty to fucking Ohio State. Let me ask you, speaking of that, like with the whole thing, like congrats by do you guys honestly like think that and maybe this is just me, but to me it's like more than likely two teams from the SEC are gonna get in. I just think that's how it's gonna play out. It's going to be the winner of Ohio State-Michigan, which I think it's going to be Ohio State. Like, I feel like whoever that fourth team is is just going to get their fucking shit pushed in, whether, uh-huh. like, no matter who it is. The four best teams are Tennessee, Georgia, Georgia. Ohio State, and Alabama. I agree, yeah. That, that like, was, I, those are like, the four I, best teams. I don't, like, I know people will fuck me. I don't think Michigan's that good. I, Michigan is good. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, but I, Michigan is, if the same thing's going to happen, if, like, if Georgia or Tennessee, I'd like say Georgia goes number one and Michigan ends up like four or something again or whatever it was, Georgia's going to beat the shit out of them again. Yeah. Like they'll kill. I, th- yeah. I think every year there's always like so many deserving teams that miss out in the college football playoffs. And even if they miss out, like they would get their ass kicked in, you know, really bad. <laughs> but this year more than ever, I feel like it'd be so good if they had expanded it by this year. Cause I think there's, there are some teams that like are really deserving to make yes. the playoffs that are just going to be on the outside looking in. So yeah. like, obviously like that, one of those three teams, Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, one of those teams is not making it. There's right. no way they put in three. Right. There's just no chance. And it sucks because those three, one of those three should be in this year. So. Um, and I think it's like fun as like Tennessee's been like, we can dive. I think as fun as Tennessee's been. I just, I think Georgia's going to beat them this weekend, and we can get into that when it happens. But I just think they're going to get like they. That's not going to happen for them, but we'll see. Um. Yeah, I've been a big, I've been a fan of Clemson, but I feel like just they haven't had really impressive wins lately. And uh, like you said, Notre Dame, it, it just they're like a. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde type of team. It seems like you just don't know who's going to show up. And like when they show up they they seem like they're really good. And when they don't show up, they seem like they're really bad. So yeah, and it's, it's a like hard game to bet like on. I, this is a really hard game to gamble on. I think. Yeah. So from like it's like the Notre Dame, like they lost to Ohio state, which is a game nobody expected them to win. And then like the whole thing with Marshall, like it's a bad loss, but it's also like one of those things where like, it's a obvious spot to lose. Could you come off an emotional game against Ohio state? Um, and I mean, listen, it's, it's, it, they should have lost a game. It's, I'm not saying it's, but it's a letdown spot. It's the Stanford loss two weekends ago, whatever it was, is like, yeah, I mean, it's an, like, you can't do that. Stanford sucks. Um, but like I said, they've, they've gone on the road and beaten two like good football teams in North Carolina and Syracuse. So like, it's not going to surprise me if they beat Clemson. Um, I really want to say they're going to beat them. I do. I do think they will. I just don't want to get my hopes up. Clemson, we don't even know. Like, I mean, I I think we know who's going to be a quarterback, but like, there's a, they're iffy on, I think it's a quick trigger on pulling, uh, whatever, the big fucking idiot. Um, anyways, (laughs) (laughs) well, um, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, and they're coming off a bye. That's kind of big. I I, I do think mm-hmm. that like the two weeks to prepare is yeah, is really big. Nice. Uh, I will say that when I did this, so I think it was maybe was it yesterday. It might have been yesterday. 
Uh, line was at five, minus five Clemson. Now it's at minus three and a half Clemson. So the line's coming down. We got some more Notre Dame betters on our hands. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, next game, seven o'clock start on Saturday. We got number six. I updated these just now to the college football rankings. I did them with the AP. I just updated them to college football. Number six, Alabama heading to number 10, LSU Tigers. LSU is 15th in the AP, 10th in the college football playoffs. Alabama favored by 13 points in this game, though. I think, um, I think Alabama beats the shit out of them. I think LSU is good. I think they've they've improved a lot, but I just don't think they're this is they're not. I don't think they're a top ten team in the in the NFL. Yeah, in college football, I the one thing that like I know I said like I think Alabama's gonna beat the shit. The one thing that like makes me like want to go towards LSU is it's a night game at Tiger Stadium. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like anytime like, it's a night game at Tiger Stadium, I feel like LSU never loses. Yeah. Like I don't know what it is, but I just this just seems like a spot where it's Brian Kelly. He doesn't win big games in Alabama. I think this is where Alabama kind of like sends a message like, Hey, we're, we're still here. You guys are talking about Georgia and Tennessee. Don't forget about us. And I, part of me thinks they just, they're going to roll Saturday night. LSU can put up points. Uh, I'm not positive. LSU can stop Alabama's offense. Um, so I think it's going to be a little bit of a shootout uh, getting, GM Andy got firsthand look at LSU, um, saw them putting up some points, uh, but pretty sus on defense, in my opinion. So um, I, I expect Alabama to do what Alabama does, and that's just grind them out until the end and and then bury them at the you know final quarter. And like you said, with the last matchup, um, I guess both these teams are, but both of them coming off a bye in the situation. But I just, I just. I think Bama crushes them too. I think that 13 points is a huge line in a game where these teams like rank wise are so close, but uh, Saban doesn't lose twice often in a season, dude. He really doesn't. So I'm taking Bama too. Yep. I just want to say Florida has four losses. Number one, I mean, number, yeah, number one, Tennessee, number three, Georgia, number 10, LSU was part of the three. Kentucky was just ranked 10. Mm -hmm. Like that's a tough schedule. That's a fucking brutal, brutal yeah. schedule. <laughs> Jesus. That is tough. And all right, now the big daddy of the weekend, dude. A 3.30 in the afternoon game. Let's go. Number one, Tennessee. It's insane to say that. Number one, Tennessee. Going to number three, Georgia. Georgia, I just looked now. Georgia's favored by eight points in this game. But we get a big over-under at 66 total points in this game, so it's going to be a shootout. High-powered offenses in this game. It should be fun to watch. Yeah. What time's the birthday party? One to three. But oh. stay stay whenever you want, obviously. Oh, I'll be in the, I'll be in the old living room. Yeah. <laughs> drinking a Bud Light around 3.30. Yeah. Um, okay, what? But a Natty Light. Just checking, dude. Edit that out, dude. I said there was a bug <laughs> in my light. I had to get. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, the black flies, hot weather, black flies, bug lights. Um. Yeah, I'm so excited. Like, I just think it's gonna be a fun game to watch. Uh, SEC football where they're talking trash. And honestly, I feel like if Tennessee can keep it close, like Georgia is such a nut house place to play. 
Um, even if they keep it close, I doesn't mean that I think like Georgia could win, and I don't doesn't mean I think Georgia's better. I just think that home crowds in the SEC is yeah. such a huge difference yeah. maker. If you put it on a neutral site, I think that Tennessee could be better. And as a Florida fan, I think I speak for almost all Florida fans. We are all in on the Tennessee uh, bandwagon. We don't like Georgia. Uh, that's our like one our biggest rival. Fuck you, Georgia. And we really don't want two dynasties with Georgia and Alabama. So we are rooting hard for Tennessee. And their fans deserve it. Like they've been through a lot of years of bullshit, and they just show up to Knoxville every fucking Saturday and just creamsicle color, looking beautiful, sounding great, cheering on their team, losing, losing, and we want our little brother to go out there and get a dub. Those, speaking of Tennessee, real quick, creamsicles, it was last weekend they wore those black uniforms, right? Awesome. Those were fucking so yeah. sick. Um, see, so the thing for me this weekend with this game is Tennessee's play, Tennessee plays in the SEC, so they play – Typically, they play good defenses. They haven't seen a defense anything like Georgia. Um, so this is going to be like an actual test on how good Hendon Hooker and how good that Tennessee offense is. Yeah. Um, and the big difference for me here is I think Georgia can – I'm not saying they can – they're not going to like shut Tennessee out. But I think Georgia's defense is good enough to slow them down. I don't think Tennessee's defense is good enough to slow Georgia down. And that's where the difference lies for me. Like I just – Tennessee, especially with a team that can throw the ball, Georgia doesn't have a ton of weapons on the outside, but their tight ends are fucking nasty. Stetson Bennett, I think, can throw the ball over the field against Tennessee's DBs in their secondary. So that's where the difference is for me. I just think that Georgia's defense is going to get enough stops against Tennessee um, to win the game. I I just don't think Tennessee is going to stop them enough. So I like Georgia. uh, I like Georgia to win this one. I don't. The eight is a lot. I yeah, think. that's how I feel too. Yeah, there's a lot. But my gut tells me I would take Georgia to cover that. I will say, just looking at these two teams, like results throughout the year, they're both eight and zero. Like Tennessee, what they've done throughout this year is like incredible to me, and I feel like Georgia has like struggled with some games where they should have won by like. 40, 50 points. Uh, Kent State was a weird game. Like, they were, like, losing, like, halfway through that game. Like, Missouri, they won by four. I don't know. It just – they don't seem as dominant to me as they did last year. Uh, where Tennessee, to me, just seems like anything that comes in their path, they just, like, take care of. And it's weird because Tennessee doesn't have that reputation in the past like Bama or Georgia does. So, just the body of work, to me – I feel like Tennessee is the better team, but it's weird saying that Tennessee is better than Georgia. It's just my brain doesn't want to believe it. But everything that Tennessee's done this year has been like incredible. So I, I'm not picking them in the natty light, but I do think Tennessee wins this game. I just love everything they're doing. Hennon Hooker, um, older than Mac Jones, older than Tua, so yep. older than Lamar Jackson, who's been in the league now for four years. So much life experience. Uh, but hey, brings it. Guys, it's phenomenal to watch. Not hating they're, on that. They're averaging almost 50 points a game 
in the SEC, like for the season and they're in the SEC. It's insane to me. I think it's going to be interesting to see how uh, they view him during the draft. Like he's putting up these monster numbers, but sort of like Brandon Whedon when he was in college at Oklahoma State. And come to find out, it's just like he's a lot more mature than mm-hmm. um, yeah. like a Johnny Manziel or something right. like young guys that are putting up numbers. So Josh Heupel, second season, Tennessee, obviously doing some incredible shit there. Is he gone after this season? No. Nah. You think Heupel, do you think he gets like an NFL job? Do you think he gets like a bigger school than Tennessee job? No. no. Dude, I think you're underestimating Tennessee. I think Tennessee is probably a top 10 fan bases in all of football. I think, yeah, I think Tennessee is a, yeah, like top, 10 to 15 job in college football. Me too. I think it's bigger than like Clemson. Historically it is. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I just, think it's the thing is with me, I, I just want guys like, like I want some of these college go, it, it, it doesn't work. Yeah. Like Pete Carroll's probably the only one really in the last like 25 years that has, has really had any success. Like just stop going to the NFL. Well, like you can make way more fucking money. As like one of these like college football coaches, and you're probably going to in the NFL. You gotta say Urban worked out. He worked a half a year and made like thirty million. Really million. good. <laughs> he, I mean, come on, that's a good deal for him. It worked out for his pitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but, you're right. I don't get it. And I, I just want to say, like, I think we're used to Tennessee losing. Um, but you gotta remember in the '90s, this was one of like the premier, um, football programs in the country, and like you know, even in the early 2000s, and um, if he gets them back there, which he is, and they stay there, I it's good for football, man. Knoxville is rocking. Um, yeah. So you guys think he stays at Tennessee? Yeah. yeah. I think All they right. give him a massive extension. Who do you think is coaching Auburn next season? We'll see how Cadillac does, dude. I'm putting you on the spot right now, obviously, because I didn't prepare you guys for that. But Who you think- do I think is – See, you know what's crazy to me? Auburn's not a better job than Tennessee. Like, it's not in my mind. I think it is. The thing is, the reason why I would want nothing to do with that is because, no, it's not recency bias. I don't want to play in the same state as Alabama as long as Saban's there. I'm out on that. No, I'm saying, well, Auburn's done a shit ton more over the last 20 years, so that is recency bias. Okay, I'm just saying. I still think that I would rather, if somebody said gun to your head, you got to go to, you got to coach Tennessee or Auburn. I'm going to Tennessee. Hmm. I just, I haven't. I mean, I'm, I'm a very casual college football fan until this year. I'm a fucking huge fan this year, dude. But I never even heard Tennessee's name get spoken over the last 20 years in college football. They haven't been good, and I think that's been a knock. Um, but their fans are. Oh yeah, just second to none. They're insane this year. They I'm fill a hundred thousand stadium every week, even good or bad. It's it's the place to be, man. Um, I'm going because I think this headlines would be absolutely fantastic having the state same state as Saban. I'm going with Kiffin. Yeah, Lane Kiffin. That's 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 what everyone's talking about. Yeah. I would love for Dion to go. That would be a lot trip. Dion would be awesome too. But I, I think it's, I think it's Kiffin. I think, I don't know if Kiffin. I mean, I think Ole Miss is a pretty good. It's a good program, but I would like, I'd rather, as far as bringing a program back, where I think it would be easier to do that at Auburn. Do you think uh, Urban but, Meyer gets entertained at all? 
He has to. I mean, he has to be in every discussion. A phone call has to be made. If you, so you want, think that would be yeah. fantastic too, Urban and Sabin head to head? Yeah. That'd be pretty I think fun. Urban wouldn't want that. I think he'd be like, fuck it. Yeah. It, it, no, yeah, yeah. His, heart, his heart would give out, dude. His yeah, he'd be like, up. "Go, let me go to the Pac-12 now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now that can... nobody's there. Yeah. Um, Cadillac Williams is the interim head coach, um, mm-hmm. former first-round pick. So kind of excited just to see how he does. Like, I feel like he's a legend there. Um, so maybe, maybe, uh, maybe he does big things because we've seen in past where – interim head coaches get jobs and guess what they end up just being the right guy um like not even just in college but in the nfl too like the raiders had an interim head coach last year he ended up doing pretty damn good when gruden left and then they bring in mcdaniels and it's like they probably want the interim head coach back um obviously the one that everyone thinks about is the guy from penn state like like frank uh franklin yeah franklin was was he intern head coach? I believe he was. Franklin? No, he yeah. was at. Uh, wasn't he at Vandy? Oh, maybe he, he was. Was it Vandy? Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. But anyways, I feel like I feel like there's been times. Uh, Dabo was an interim head coach. Like there's there's guys that yeah, are coach that are good. So what's that? Coach O. Coach O. Yeah. Coach O was like an inter- uh, interim head coach at like yeah. five different. He was programs. an line coach. Yeah. You guys remember when Cadillac played at Auburn? Uh, they had um, they Ronnie had like th- they had Ronnie Brown and they had they had another guy, didn't they? Have three uh, running backs. All Brandon Jacobs. Same? Was it Brandon? Yes. Okay. Jacobs was like a senior when they were freshmen, though. It's insane. They had like those three at the same time. Yeah. Yep. The other big yeah. one was like Demarco Murray. It was Arkansas, like Demarco Murray, McFadden, um, Darren McFadden, Darren McFadden yeah, and their yeah. fullback was Peyton Hillis. Didn't awesome. Demarco Murray? No, Demarco Murray played at Oklahoma, didn't he? I, I know what you're talking about. Arkansas had like it was an absurd running backfield. Yeah, you might be. But right I thought Demarco Murray played in Oklahoma. Right. Pretty sure you're right on that. I, think, I don't know why. I think he won number seven, but I digress. Right here it says SEC's best backfield ever, dude. Uh, McFadden, Felix Jones, and Peyton Hillis. There you go, dude. Oh, Felix Jones. That's right. I knew it was a guy who went to Dallas. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, to think about how you have a college backfield that had, like, three legit studs in the NFL for, like, at least a, year, a couple of years, like, yep. on in the same backfield. Yep. Yeah. I mean, other than Alabama, they have, like, five Alabama. got, like, Damien Harris and uh, Jacobs. Jacobs. Henry. And, like, Henry, the kid from uh, Robinson from the Commanders. Uh, it's just. He wasn't good Drake. In, he There's wasn't so good, many good He guys. wasn't good in the pros, but Trent Richardson. <laughs> yeah. Heisman winner. Eddie Lacy. Eddie Lacy had some big years. Who's All the right. other Harris? Oh, Najee Harris. Like, unfucking Dude, it's ridiculous. How many running backs come out of Alabama? <laughs> it's unreal. Like, I don't know. I think it's gotta it's gotta be close to twenty percent of starting running backs in the NFL come out of one. It's gotta school. be. It's fucking stupid. Uh, last week, Natty Light six pack, your boy went five and one, missed the underdog, <sighs> missed the underdog, dude. So Fagola and I actually tied because Fagola hit his underdog with Notre Dame's upset. Uh, it's funny. Fagola went three and three, but it was probably his worst week of the year with five points. So 
it's 500 and, and <laughs> part of it was the fucking yeah you got so the we carry on dude we carry on uh we're into week 10 for college football which is crazy to me it's crazy easy money this week easy money four weeks left and then we're into the uh maybe three weeks left three or four weeks left and then we're into the conference title game so it's wild it's ripping through um, I want to go last. I don't want to go first. So, one of you guys can go first. No, it's your dog. Okay. Um, you know, we just looked at it. I'm going to take Notre Dame plus three and a half against Clemson. I like it. All right, I, I've said this a number of times, but I swear to, I cannot fucking stop picking this team, and I can't stop picking them to fucking cover. UNC minus seven and a half for first Virginia. Virginia stinks. UNC is rolling. Drake May is a fucking stud. Uh, didn't realize he was Luke May's brother, but uh, I had to yeah, Google you, Luke May is. That's a basketball player on UNC. Mm-hmm. It's, I made yeah. jokes. No one thought it was funny. I didn't know. Is Luke May still playing there, dude? Huh? Is he still playing there? It wouldn't surprise me, but no. He's been there for like the last 16 years, so. Huge shot. Beat Kentucky in the final four, I think, at the buzzer. Uh, yeah, UNC minus seven and a half. All right. Let's get to it. Southern Miss minus one and a half against Georgia State. Southern Miss on a three-game win streak, and they're at home. It's a no-brainer, dude. Go Southern Miss minus one and a half. Uh, Michigan, Rutgers. Uh, Michigan's going to pound them. Um, they're just going to be bully them. It's the lines at 26. I got Michigan covering 26 at fucking Rutgers. Fuck you, Rutgers. Rutgers. All right, Shory, you pick Notre Dame to cover. Give me the Gators uh, plus three and a half against A&M. A&M's in fucking shambles. I think Richardson goes in there and just fucking beats the snot out of them. And I think there's a chance... I- I know there's a lot of money. I think there's a chance if he, they lose this weekend, Jimbo is. Really? He falls to three and six. They just suspended like fucking half of their freshman class for who knows what. Mm-hmm. Most of the freshmen they're saying are like transferring out of there. The program is falling apart. Gators plus three and a half. Possibly ending Jimbo's coaching tenure at AM. Jimbo coming off the number one recruiting class in the nation this past year, dude. But obviously, numbers don't lie, dude. They suck. That's probably your biggest disappointing team. Well, other than Notre Dame, probably your biggest disappointing team, huh? Yeah, one of them for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because I had yeah, because I had him in the fucking right, football playoff. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right, here we go. We got my acronym game. We got UTSA. They are minus one and a half. I'm taking that against UAB. That's the acronym game right there. Uh, University of Texas, San Antonio, the only two losses are against in-state Texas teams. Luckily, they're playing a team from Alabama this week, so easy win. One and a half is easy to cover when you're not playing a team from Texas. I'll do some digging for that one. I'm taking uh, Tennessee plus eight. I think they keep it close. I think it's going to come right down to the final possession, game of the year kind of thing. Um, but I, I just expect it to be a good game, and I think it's more of like a hope that it is like a barn burner and it comes right down to the end. 
So I'm going to say Tennessee keeps it close within eight. If that tennis, if this Tennessee game outdoes the Tennessee Bama game, dude, I mean, it'd be incredible. I hope it does. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Tennessee, Mm -hmm. that that would be an absolute Cinderella story season for them, like fairy tale series season if they can beat Alabama and Georgia. That'd be crazy. Um. Um, take I'm um, UCLA minus eleven Arizona State. I UCLA obviously they lost that one game to who they lose to Utah Oregon Oregon Oregon, but they've been fucking crushing everybody else for the most part. Give me give me the Bruins to uh, mm-hmm. beat up on the Sun Devils. I got Charlotte. Did you know Charlotte had a football team? I didn't before this week. Charlotte, dude, plus 16 and a half playing against Western Kentucky. Charlotte coming off a blowout win against Rice. Western Kentucky coming off a blowout loss against the North Texas Mean Green, dude. It's just, it's a recipe for disaster for Western Kentucky. Charlotte plus 16 and a half. I'm going to go with, let me think about this. I'm going to go with a sea of purple, baby. I'm taking Kansas State plus three and a half, um, plus two and a half. They planned. Texas. Texas. Fucking hate. I just, this is more of like a a want thing. Like, I just hate Texas. Um, I don't think I can catch Regola, so we're going to start making bets with our hearts, and uh, maybe they'll treat me right. That's wild. That game is in Kansas State, too. Yes. That's crazy to me that they're not favored in that. Yep. Must be some history on the side of Texas or something. All right. This is finally the week it happens. I said it a little while ago that NC State wasn't as good as their ranking. They're going to fall out of top 25. Wake Forest goes to Raleigh, beats up on the Wolfpack. Sam Hartman dominates. Wake minus three and a half. Minus three and a half wake. Did they wake it? They get beat last week pretty good. Am I thinking that uh, right? Who'd they lose to? I don't know. Did they? Yeah, Louisville beat the shit out of them. Yeah, Louisville. That's right. Oh, yeah. A surprising By the way, Louisville, week. sick yeah. jerseys as well. I don't know if you saw them. They were completely yeah, the back. All, blacks. all right. I got Tulane minus eight points versus Tulsa. I took Tulsa yeah. last week as an underdog, my underdog pick. That's my only one I lost last week. So now. Tulsa is fucking dead to me. I fucking hate Tulsa. I don't care if I ever see them, dude. Taking the green we- green wave. Uh, Riptide the Pelican. That is the nickname of their mascot, dude. Riptide dude, the I Pelican. swear in your life, I was just going to ask you the ma- like if you knew the mascot. Riptide the Pelican is going to shit all over the girl- Golden Hurricanes this week, dude. Fucking yeah, let him eat. Let him eat, baby. <laughs> Riptide. Let him eat. Riptide. Uh, we on the underdog. Uh, yep. You guys do realize I'm just going by the seat of my pants right now. Underdog. Uh, okay. Uh, underdog, it's uh, – I agree, Fagola. We are winning that game. Florida, plus three and a half. We're beating Texas A&M. Uh, we're not losing to that fucking scumbag Jimbo. We're ending his career, actually. Heart attack after because he's, he's so stressed about losing by 20. Good night. You're dead. Uh, Gators, move on, baby. Hey, we played good against Georgia last week. We got some tough calls against us. We actually played pretty damn good against Georgia. There's a, yeah, there's a 
few ways, few places I want to go with this. I really want to just ride Notre Dame and take them again, but I'm not going to. I thought about Kansas State. I thought about West Virginia. And you guys are going to make fun of me. You guys are going to holler at me. You guys are going to tell me I'm a fucking idiot. But I'm taking the Iowa Hawkeyes to beat Purdue <laughs> on Saturday in an ugly, ugly game in the big two middle-of-the-road teams in the Big Ten. Iowa just slugs one out, wins on the road. The Hawkeyes. Who are they playing? Purdue. Purdue. <laughs> if there is one game I don't want to fucking watch at all this weekend, it's that game, dude. <laughs> oh my god, it would be over by like in two hours because they just run the ball. So I didn't want to have the same upset as you guys, so I wrote down three different ones, but I'm going with the one I feel the most strong about, and that's Louisiana Tech beating Middle Tennessee. Uh, the game's like two and a half, three points. It keeps swinging back and forth, but I just like Louisiana Tech's doing these lately, so let's go. Yeah, I almost picked that one. Yeah, I figured. Uh, Louisiana Tech, what's their mascot? I don't know either. I just thought it was funny. to. I, I was trying to get you on the last one, and you crushed me, and you like started naming their mascot. So I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll get you on this one. You got me. Oh. All right. Over under show, dog. Um, right. I'm going to go with um, – I said it was going to be high scoring points, and I'm banking on it. Alabama and LSU, I think it's 56 and a half. I just exited out of the screen that you had open earlier. But I think they have that within midway of the third quarter. 56 and a half. So you're doing the over. I'm taking over this week. All right. It's a long time. I go back and forth. I, I do what's I mean, best for my money. I'm infringing on Kev's territory here and picking oh an obscure game for the over and under. Um, but for whatever reason, I see the two teams like – and with one of them, with their team mascot being the Blazers, it just seems to me like there's going to be a lot of points. I'm taking UTSA, UAB, over 52. Hey, that's one of my games, dude. That is one of my games I picked. That's the acronym game right there. Over 52. <laughs> over, yeah, 52. Right, dude. I like it. Uh, Gola and I did this earlier in the year where we, we would try to support our troops. I'm going Air Force, Army. The line is set at 40 and a half on this one. I'm easily taking the over. The team's offenses this year are combined to average 63.6 points per game. And this game's set at 40.5. What's Same the guy. deal? What's going on with this? Is something I don't know? Is there a player that's injured for Gola? Do you know any players in these teams that's injured? Yeah, I don't either. Fucking hammer the over 40 and a half. <laughs> What's the Air Force's mascot? Oh, the fucking airplanes, dude. Eagles. Um, Falcons. Falcons, sure. Um you do like, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You do realize that our high school yeah, has the same airplane. color as the Air Force, the same mascot as the Air Force. Yeah. And if you listen to Mountain Valley's fight song, it's very similar sounding to the Air Force's fight song. Yes, it is. I didn't know that. They pretty much ripped them off. Yes. Copycast. Um, Louisiana Tech, the Bulldogs. Ooh, I like it, dude. Feisty. Yep. yep. Very nice. All right. I like it, dude. I really do. I really do. 
That's good. The only thing that we should discuss uh, that we have left is the World Series. And uh, I turned it on the start of last night's game. I don't know if you guys have watched any, but the home run Harper hit. I feel like I was shaking in my seat from how loud Philly fans were. Yeah, it's awesome, dude. uh, Fagola and I were talking before you jumped on, just like the postseason that Harper's having right now. It's insane. Like, the dude is – he's a superstar. Yeah, he really is. He really is. He's just uh, – I have not watched a second of it. Probably won't watch a second of it. I feel like the only thing that I, like, would watch is – for whatever reason, like whether it's the like the NBA Finals, I mean this year is the Celtics, but like it doesn't matter what the major sport is. Like I love watching teams celebrate as soon as like the game's over. So like I may like try to put on like the end of the World Series if a team like has a chance to clinch just to see that. But other than that, I don't. I you'll don't you'll be sleeping, dude. What are you talking about? There's also that's a valid point. Uh, right now, Astros up five nothing in the seventh, so it's yeah. probably two two. But it, there's still one more game in Philly. Uh, game five will be in Philly, and then two games go back to Houston. But I mean, I have to imagine that anyone outside of the state of Texas is pulling for Phillies in this series, right? I would imagine so. Yeah, I would imagine everyone still hates everybody. The Astros the world they did wants... five years ago, whatever it was. So. I would love to see Philly. I would love to see uh, just the fucking craziness that ensues if Philly wins because their fans are fucking rabid. Uh, It'd be good. And I'd like to see players like Harper. Harper's like one of the best players like of our generation, I think. And I like to see guys like him get like the old World Series. You know, I think it's cool when guys like that do. Like guys. So I was just gonna say, so the the Nats won that series without him. He, yeah, he he moved on, dude. Yeah, he was gone. That was first the year, year after he left. That's right. I couldn't remember. First year after he left, yeah. And the Nats weren't even that good the year. The year they just like caught lightning in a bottle into the year. Um, it's kind of incredible, but Bryce Harper's thirty years old now. Like mm-hmm. we've been watching him for ten years. Yeah. That's incredible to me. Like that's. Wow. Yeah. I, I I feel like I remember him as a kid, and he yeah. is, a, a definitely a vet now. Oh, yeah. He's awesome. And like Gold and I were talking about last night, it looked like McCullers was tipping some pitches. Yeah. And after Harper ripped his first homer, he brought Alec Bohm over and told him something. And then Bohm went up and hit a homer in that at bat, too. So clearly, Harper, he's just like so locked in that he can even pick up on shit like that and like let his other, he let his teammates know what's going on. And like, it's crazy. Assuming that Houston wins tonight. They're, I mean, they're in a position to. Is tomorrow night a must-win for Philly? Probably, yeah, because last two going back to Houston. Probably, yeah. I would think, yeah. Yeah. I would think it is. Yeah. This is actually Bryce's 11th year of stats. Um, so 11th year of playing. He's got two MVPs. He won Rookie of the Year as a 19-year-old when he hit 22 home runs and 20 stolen bases. Uh, he's been an all-star seven times, but this is kind of weird. The one where he won the second MVP in 2021, he wasn't an all-star. Oh, was that the COVID year? Might have been. 
Yeah, I mean, they, they didn't do all. No, three, yeah, 141 games. Didn't oh. make the All Star game. Oh yeah, 2020 but, would have been COVID. Yeah. Yeah, didn't make the All Star game, but was the MVP. Weird. That's very bizarre. He did. He did have a fucking red hot second half. Must I do have. remember that. Yeah. 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 Um, What's your year? Holy true. Shit. True or false? If the Celtics go to overtime against the Cavaliers, they will lose. Oh, 100%. Twice already this year they've gone to overtime against them and lost both games. Uh, no, Chris Levert, my dad's like, watch the game, and I'm like, Levert's a Celtic killer, and he's like, man, he's really good. I think he's just a really good player. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. He had 41 against the Celtics last time. I have no idea what he did tonight. The game after the Celtics, one point, over 10 from the floor. He had 15 tonight. Yeah, see, he didn't do that much, but yeah. God damn it, sees. Sorry, it's early. And this talk of the Celtics uh, losing Adoka for good, which I kind of thought they would anyway. Yeah, but, no, that's yeah. from everything I heard is like they just want to move on. Like they want that. They want to wash their hands clean of that. They like Missoula. Um, yeah. Missoula's younger. He's the same kind of defensive coach, although he hasn't gotten to perform yet. But um, it I took think, Adoka a while last year, though, too. Yeah. Hey. And I, you get Rob Williams back is a, obviously yeah. the biggest game changer. That guy's a rim protector through and through. I knew. Missoula was young. You know, he's like 34. Yeah, no, he's younger than Horford. and. Uh, yeah. The dude was born in 88. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I was like, I saw that. I was like, holy shit. I thought, I know, I remember him like playing at West Virginia, but I didn't remember like what year it was. I kind of figured he was probably in his like, I don't know, early 40s. I'm like, the fucking guy is 34 years old. What the hell? Yeah, that's wild. Crazy. Anything else you guys want to talk about? No more House of Dragons. No. It's over. Got to get wait. a new show. Gotta come on, someone's got to come out with some. Oh. Alexa, how many days till Christmas? 53 days, people. Can you believe that? That shit's coming right around the corner. I, I will admit it. I'm going to admit it. The Christmas yes, tree, Christmas tree is up in the Gallant residence, dude. It is up. So we, proud of you guys. The tree is up. The lights are on, but we are not decorating it until after Christmas. I mean, after uh, Thanksgiving. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So the I lights will, are on um, for the ambiance. You know, it, it's it, it's a nice. You don't want the bright light on top of the ceiling on. You know, by the whatever. You don't want that light on. You want like just like a nice chill light. Christmas tree is good for that. Yeah. Uh, the only day that I am focused on right now is a week from today. And the reason that is is because it's the day after the fucking elections, and I don't have to oh, listen yeah. or watch political ads, see the fucking signs out, have people call your phone, do all this other bullshit. I am mm-hmm. so fucking over it. Touche. Touche. It sucks. I am so – you can't watch the fucking – like I watched the Patriots game on Sunday. Every commercial was – Jared Golden did this, and Janet Mills and Paula Page. Oh, shut the fuck up, you losers. You want to know what rattles me is that, like, my kids, they use tablets. I'm not ashamed to say it. They'll watch, like, YouTube and stuff. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're watching, like, kids' shows, like Peppa Pig or something. And then, like, yeah. in between the ads, it's a political ad. Yeah. It's, it's like, why ones. are you targeting my four-year-old with political ads? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. Yeah, it's like you're interrupting this. their cartoons, so they're going to hate you already. So. Yeah. yeah. Um. My 
So how many, I would say there's probably 10 to 15 houses on my street. Yeah. Can't be that many, right? Like there's only, yeah, yeah probably like 12. Something Let's like say that. 12 houses on the street. Everyone knows my, me and my wife, we love Christmas. We like bringing people to like decorate the outside, like put lights up because our, our house is really tall, but we have a ton of Christmas stuff. Somehow, some way, we aren't the first to put up our tree on the street. We're not even the second to put up our tree on the street. We will be the third, as I've Ooh. already seen two houses with the Christmas tree up as well. Uh, I'm pretty round. Like, what do I got to do? I bet those people are in their house right now saying, oh, my God, I bet those people in the White House down the street are so pissed off right now. <laughs> I know they are. Firing shots over the bow. Yeah. So rattled. Number three. We're third. That's it. And we're not even going to get it up until the next weekend. Not this weekend. The weekend after. Oh, well. That's good stuff, dude. All right. Um, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Um, Vet, I really hope you uh, liked how um, I fixed the Patriots. Um, but stay healthy, everybody. Peace. Peace, guys. Yeah.